And I do believe that item 24, which is the presentation uh, from Santa Cruz Metropolitan Transit District, does dovetail uh, nicely with this item. So I'm still going to take uh, item 24 first. Uh, after all, uh, in item 25, more than half of the money being considered for award is uh, recommended for Santa Cruz Metro. So I think it's important that we get the update from Metro and uh, understand what the plans are there. So I'd like to welcome up our Metro CEO, Michael Tree. You hear me okay? Yes, it's uh, that microphone is a little touchy, but we all right. I'll keep my hands off of it. <laughs> it's um, you know, it's a uh, it's great to be here today, and I uh, recognize lots of commissioners here at the RTC who serve on the Metro Board, and um, I'm excited to talk about what's going on at Metro. We have been working uh, literally day and night over the last couple of years to put together what we think will be the most transformational change to happen at Metro in its history. And uh, this upcoming vote that you have on the agenda certainly is the key to providing that transformational change in the very near future. So if we could go to the next slide, I'd be happy to talk about uh, the three goals at Metro. I just want to really briefly review um, what our board is intently focused on. Um, we met at a uh, all-day workshop and we talked about, let's just narrow this down to three things that we can really do better than uh, anyone else in the industry. I mean, the, the vision of Santa Cruz Metro is to be a world-class transit system and an example to the other transit systems around the nation and, and even in North America as to a progressive world-class system. So. The board's pretty ambitious. Their first goal was to double the ridership in five years, and that would get the ridership to seven million rides a year, which is the highest that it the right it's the highest ridership that Metro has uh, seen in its history. So, uh, within five years, by 2028, to get that number up in over seven million. And uh, the second goal was when purchasing new buses. We only wanted to buy buses that didn't have tailpipes, meaning they'd be battery electric buses or hydrogen buses. And here at the local level where those buses run, there would be no air pollution coming from them. And then the third was uh, Metro recognizes it has property uh, at transit centers and other property. And the board set a goal to develop 175 affordable housing units on Metro owned property by the end of the decade. And so I'll, uh, I'll briefly go through points two and three a little bit later, but let's uh, jump right into what's most important at Metro and that's serving the public with great connectivity. And so we could go to the next slide. Yesenia, that'd be perfect. So you can see what COVID did to the, the ridership uh, most recently uh, in Santa Cruz County. To double the ridership uh, is an equally uh, profound uh, graph change in the ridership. This is what that graph would look like for us to reach our goal by 2028. And so you can see the ambition that's built into uh, what we're about to show you. Um, you can go to the next slide. So this is the ex existing Santa Cruz Metro service. And uh, there's some good and bad on this map. Um, the good is that there's uh, there's quite a bit of service there. The bad is it's complicated and uh, it has just blue on it. And in in the transit world, uh, dark blue is good. That's 30 minute service, meaning a bus will come to a bus stop every 30 minutes. Light blue is one hour service. Uh, so uh, in transit space, you would call this a mediocre 
bus system, a bus system that's really built for those who have no other options uh, in their transportation. And it's also complicated. I mean, if I were to hand this map to someone in Watsonville and say, show me how you would get from point A to point B, it would be a blank stare. Uh, it looks like spaghetti thrown on a map. <laughs> and so over the years, this is what happens uh, when uh, a transit agency is having public comment and reacting to public comment. Uh, you begin to have a system that's complex. And because it's complex, you begin to introduce lots of coverage in different areas, which takes down the ability to run a fast, frequent, and reliable uh, public transportation service. So if I, if you remember nothing else about uh, my presentation today, know that if you want a world-class transit system, it needs to be simple. It needs to be fast frequent and reliable. That's what really uh, jumps the ridership and allows people to uh, feel freedom uh, with their transportation and uh, basically use it as a livable uh, transportation option. So what you don't see on the map uh, that you would definitely see in a world-class transit system is red. And red's usually a color of caution, but in the transit world, red means 15-minute service. And for a real livable system, it's 15 minute all day service. And so this is uh, what the planning has resulted in, in creating a world-class transit system for Santa Cruz County. You see lots of red, which is 15 minute all day service. You see straightening of routes. And uh, I'm excited to even uh, do, uh, uh, you know, some additional adjustments as we move forward in, in our pilot project. But what's, Exciting about this is that uh, I'll just give you a couple of examples. If you're living in Capitola and you want to ride to the downtown area of Santa Cruz or to the University of Santa Cruz, that will now be a one seat ride, meaning you'll get on the bus and you won't get off the bus until you're at your destination, wherever that may be uh, as you're traveling. Uh, as I mentioned, it's 15 minute all day service and what's really exciting about this is that every single intersection that you see that has a red line going through it but we're planning transit signal priority with the public works departments uh, for whatever jurisdiction that intersection may be in and so uh, with the uh, transit signal priority every single trip can save up to nine minutes uh, by not waiting at intersections. The, the uh, technology borrows a few seconds and extends a green light to allow a bus through, or perhaps advances a red light into a green light to get a bus through as it's approaching. So it's imperceivable to the public, but uh, has a, a lot of time savings. And that time savings in a ridership modeling application generates a half a million rides per year just with that transit signal priority. And of course, you're probably thinking, well, what does this new Metro with wave service, which is what we're calling the 15 minute all day service, because just like waves in Santa Cruz County, it comes often and it's a powerful way for uh, residents to start enjoying uh, their Metro service. But uh, what what does the ridership modeling show with a service like this? Well, the ridership modeling shows that you will surpass 7 million rides during your pilot project. Uh, but we're also uh, unveiling some new announcements in the near future. And if you invite me back in December of 26, I promise you that this service here will be upwards uh, 
of uh, eight and a half million rides per year, which is over a million rides per year than you have ever carried in the history of, uh, of Santa Cruz Metro. So there's excitement here. I'll just say a few more things before we move on. This uh, new wave service, it's, uh, it, it necessitates 64 new employees and you have 30 of them here today who are in training getting ready to introduce your new wave service uh, in the summer of uh, 2024. And uh, that economic impact of those uh, 64 new jobs is more than $32 million to the regional economy. A um, couple other bullet points here that I think are really important. Um, over 100,000 residents will have access to wave service, that 15-minute all-day service, within a five-minute walk. And that's what you want. Uh, lots of people with the ability to very quickly uh, enjoy premium service. And as mentioned, the ridership, uh, the conservative of this is the ridership would increase 7 million rides per year during the, the pilot project. And I think you're going to be eight and a half million when I come back and we talk about this at the end of the pilot project in December of 26. I think I have one other page of uh, benefits. Um, the VMT reduction through the ridership increases is right around 9.9 .9 million rides per year. Your emission savings is 40,000 metric tons a year. And the last two were probably just as important as anything else. It's equitable. Uh, when, the, when the wave service is introduced, it's going to provide great transportation options for everyone, no matter your economic status, no matter your race. Uh, this is going to be a transportation for everyone. And then finally, uh, with quality transportation service, which is multiple routes uh, serving an area with 15-minute all-day service, you now have access to a lot uh, more competitive access to state and federal funding so that you can put uh, your housing uh, where the quality transportation is. And so those of you who sit on city councils and on county commissions, you know your arena numbers are important. You want to plan that carefully. And uh, the beauty of the, the new wave service is it really begs put your housing here and give people an opportunity to have great transportation right outside their front door uh, and be able to, you know, have those host of ben benefits. So I think I, uh, I just wanted to remind you what the wave service looks like. And moving on to the next slide, I just wanted to uh, make sure you're aware of some really fantastic things going on at Metro. And uh, what's really beautiful here about this picture is uh, there's not smog in this picture, and that's the way we want to keep it. The board has worked really hard to put together a portfolio of nine funding sources to recently buy 57 zero-emission hydrogen buses. And to complement that, we have the One Ride at a Time program, which allows uh, residents, when they ride Metro, for every 25 times they ride Metro, $10 is contributed uh, to the Monterey Bay National Marine Sanctuary and the Bay of Life to work on really incredible projects. And you can see as we just flash through the next couple of uh, slides, the great work by Franz Lanting and other select artists who have a donated their, their work to put on Metro buses to highlight the program and highlight really the beauty of the Monterey Bay through your Metro bus system. 
And so rounding up my presentation, I just wanted to bring you up to speed on where are we with 175 housing units to be planned and built by the end of the uh, decade. This of course is the Pacific Center North project. It's at the uh, on the Santa Cruz property uh, in downtown Santa Cruz. And we have fantastic partners with that, the city, uh, obviously, uh, they have taken the lead on this project. We'll be breaking ground as early as February of 2024 for 120 affordable housing units uh, on and adjacent to the Metro property. So that's an exciting project where we'll really revamp how Metro functions in the downtown area and have uh, a, a really uh, standout uh, housing project that's right where it needs to be. And then finally, on the next slide is the Watsonville Transit Center. We're going to completely redevelop that property as well. There'll be approximately 70 affordable housing units on the property. And recently, the state gave that uh, project seven and a half million dollars and AMBAG uh, two million dollars. And with our partner MidPen and uh, bonding opportunities, that project is going to uh, basically have a shovel in the ground in the near future as well. And so just uh, my final slide is just bringing to you again some excitement for Metro and where we're going. Uh, I'm excited to uh, watch you have the opportunity today to put the icing on the cake for uh, the Metro uh, service called the wave service without the dollar amount that you see in your staff report that won't go and that will be postponed and uh, i just want you to know we are ready i think brandon our uh, union chair at smart said it best we have been working towards this for 18 months and uh, we will be ready to go in the summer of 2024 with the wave service and uh, it's just a, there aren't very, very many communities in the entire world right now who are making advances the way Metro is. So I'm excited to be a part of that. There's absolutely no doubt the greatest asset at Metro is its employees. And I, uh, I didn't ask anybody to come today, but everyone is interested in, in what's before you because they know it's transformational for everyone. And with that, uh, I'll end my presentation.